0: For the week of April 25th, 2021, this is Mojo Weekly. I am John. Ah, shit, I guess that makes me josh. And this is uh, the 50th episode of Mojo Weekly. Mojo Weekly turns 50. Turns 50. Here's your news. Uh, The PlayStation Store, Josh, remember how Sony was going to shut down the PlayStation Store on the PS3, Vita, and PSP. I did hear about that. Those
1: bastards, how could they let that
0: happen? We complained about it last, I don't know, month or so? We certainly did. Uh, Turns out they're not going to do that. They changed their mind. They reversed their decision. And uh, Jim Ryan from Sony said, It's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So, the PS3 and Vita stores will continue. The PSP store will not.
1: I believe the only thing I really complained about was the PSP store. So, I'm glad that they (laughs) literally... Uh, ignored my requests for that, and just went ahead with the PS3 and the Vita. And it makes sense. The Vita one makes the most sense because that's kind of, if you want to consider it a Sony's current product, even though they <laughs> are phasing it out. But Yeah, it came out in 2011. You know, it's more current than the PS3 or the PSP, so that makes sense, but...
0: So he went on to say, when we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for the PS3 and Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. Uh, We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate nerds (laughs) about being able to continue purchasing classic games on the PS3 and Vita. For the foreseeable future so i'm glad we're able to find a solution to continue operations so that's that man um you know nintendo shut down the wii you know the wii wii shop Mm -hmm. i guess you know and people bitched about that, rightfully so. But I feel like Nintendo doesn't take nearly as much shit. Like, ever. is it just like Nintendo? People are like, "Well, Nintendo does this stupid shit, so whatever."
1: I think Nintendo has a has a long history of just not listening to people mm-hmm. and going pretty much against the grain on everything. I mean, just look yeah. at their controllers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what is the what is it that what do you find the most comforting as far as controllers go? Well, we like this, this, and this. Okay, we're gonna basically give you a fucking stick to to play with for the next generation. Have yeah. Fun.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. You know, meanwhile there are uh, WiiWare games that will never be able to play again. I know. You know, they are virtual <laughs> console games that uh, are only available either on their original console or on the virtual console. Yep. So yeah, uh, good good on Sony though for uh, you know reversing their decision after nerd outrage. Yep. So and uh, and you know let's let's also say good on Microsoft for just being like the best of the three when it comes to like their back catalog and backward compatibility and all that stuff.
1: Microsoft for being the
0: best of the three. In that regard, yeah. Hmm. Like you can still yeah. buy 360 games, you know, if you want. If right? you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you I can mean, you yeah. can go on there and you can buy like the, the Guardian Heroes remake or sure. Radiant Silver Gun or all that stuff, you know. Um, and I don't know that Microsoft has ever threatened to be like, oh, we're pulling down the 360 store. I guess you know what that is true.
1: Interestingly enough, a few weeks ago, when we um, decided to do karaoke and stuff in my living room here, as one I, does, as everyone does, yeah, mm-hmm. I hooked up my 360 and put on Rock Band and put on the Guitar Hero games yeah. and the this the what are the karaoke revolution games and um, literally when I connected it to the internet. It was like, we're going to do some updates. Where the fuck have you been? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, whoa. And so it did the updates just fine. And and it shows me as online to my Xbox One friends. They're like, you were on your 360 yesterday? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but the thing about
0: your 360 is you cannot turn that thing on without an update. That's the only thing. Yeah, true. You can't turn it on. You can't play a game. You can't do shit. Right. So what you need to do is if you're going to play a 360 game, The night before, go on in there and uh, and turn it on and uh, get everything all set up. Anyway, uh, and surprisingly, my 360 works better than my Xbox One, but that's a different story. Well, yeah. Uh, You know, it's our 50th episode, Josh, and I just thought I'd point out we're doing this live in person together. Isn't that awesome? Not over the internet. It's almost like
1: we planned it for our
0: 50th. Almost. We didn't, but... Let's pretend we did pretend we did. Uh, I, I picked out a couple of bits of news this week that I thought would make you happy and this is one of them. Uh, <laughs> this is so rare. Why yeah. When have you ever tried to I've make done me? that before I've picked out news where I'm like, oh Josh talks about this every now and then I'll put this in the news. I just don't publicize I like,
1: it. I feel like this is being this
0: is a setup. No, no. Uh, the studio behind, behind Celeste, which I believe was one of your favorite games you played last year, came Celeste out, is wonderful. Uh, came out a few years ago, but yep. you got to it last year and you loved it, right? Absolutely. See,
1: I listened, John. I was just playing that a couple days
0: ago. I listened to you. Oh, thanks. Blake. I listened to what you say. Uh, anyway, uh, the Vancouver-based, extremely okay games has sorta unveiled its next game, Earthblade. Ooh. Ooh. In what they referred to as a. Uh, vibe reveal which stop it we're not doing that
1: <laughs> what yeah you're blaming me for this
0: no no we're not doing the vibe reveal i'm oh. not blaming you for the belch. oh okay <laughs> was, the belch was uh it was illustrating my feelings on this vibe reveal bullshit like i i'm okay I, like i'm kind of okay with teasers like give sure. me a little teaser don't give me a
1: vibe reveal I don't understand what a vibe reveal is. I'll I'll, I'll explain. They oh, showed
0: they showed some artwork like it was literally one static screen of art that they panned up, oh. showed the logo, and then panned down.
1: I think I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Which I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. And and some lovely music. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the composer. Uh, from celeste is back her name is uh lena rain awesome um and she's back and the the music that was playing was just lovely mm-hmm. but that's about it that's all it was uh, uh. the logo looked wonderful like they really just boy they spent a lot of time on the logo it's called um, earth blade and it is mm-hmm. described as a 2d exploration action game in a seamless pixel art world mm-hmm. So kind of sounds like open worldish, but pixel art open worldish. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, I, you know, I'm excited to play whatever these guys <laughs> do. Um, so that's great. Fuck you with your with your vibe, vibe reveal. reveal. Yeah, your, that's a you know, wow. <laughs> like, just say, hey, we're teasing this. Ugh. You know, don't yeah. don't give me a vibe reveal. Uh-huh. If, I swear, the next company that comes out, if this starts a trend, uh, that's when I'm going to be super pissed. That like, if best. another company in like six months is like. Here's the vibe reveal for our game. I'm, no. Boycotting uh, it. I'm out. I'm oh. out. Uh, next up, Capcom is releasing re-releasing the Great Ace Attorney games. Oh. A pair of legal detective adventures set in Victorian London and uh, Meiji area, Japan. Worldwide this summer, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles will include the original 3DS games, which were the Great Ace Attorney, The Adventures of Rio, well Jesus, I'm gonna have to pronounce this, uh, Rio Nosuke Naruhodo, uh, and The Great Ace Attorney Two: The Resolve of Rio. <laughs> I have to do it again. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Rio Nosuke Naruhodo, uh, and will be released on July 27th for the Switch, the PS4, and Steam. Objection. Yes. I'll continue. Uh, The Great Ace Attorney have previously, uh, those games have previously only been released in Japan, and the star is the ancestor of Phoenix Wright, who is, you know, the hero from the original games. The new collection will include 10 episodes and 8 mini escapades, dual audio tracks in English and Japanese, alternate costumes, and art and music galleries. Players who purchase the collection early, either as pre-order or near launch day, will get extra From the Vaults downloadable content. Hmm. And here's a feature, Josh. Tell me what you think of this. The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles will also include a first-time feature, an auto-advancing story mode. That mode will let players enjoy the game's full story without having to do the detective work and courtroom battles for themselves. So in other words, it just plays itself like you're watching the Ace Attorney (coughs) anime.
1: So would that be like if you uh, if you're in a courtroom and you don't want to grind and get the jury on your side, you can just like wake up the next day and he'll have done all of the uh, debating for you, and then all yes. of a sudden,
0: boom, like I'm doing in Bravely.
1: Defined. Yes, I was just yeah. saying yeah. this is uh, one of those like watch them play the game for you type things.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's just you literally just watch the game like like a courtroom drama, hmm. you know. Um, and there is an Ace Attorney anime out there, so I guess this is kind of like that. I guess so. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I'll check these out. I really I I've only played the first uh, Ace Attorney game and I loved it. Like fucking loved it and I own the first 3. I have no idea why I never went back and played the others.
1: So th- this this collection though or this series is not considered Phoenix Wright Ace mm. Attorney. It's no. something different. Like Phoenix Wright is just a part of it.
0: This uh this well this is part of this series. This is Phoenix Wright's Ancestor. Oh. Uh Ryunosuke Naruhodo. Which I Colourly think I pronounced confused. it right that time. I'm sure you did. You did a great job. I, think I did it right that that time. Huh. Uh, so, Josh, this is another news uh, story that I picked out just for you. <clears throat> you me turned me on head. a while back to the Evercade. Oh yeah. Um, I knew nothing about the Evercade until you mentioned it to me, and it looks damn cool. Honestly, I mm-hmm. don't know that I need another console, and I certainly don't know that I need more cartridges in my life. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. So the Evercade. For those who weren't paying attention to a previous episode, uh, it's a retro-styled handheld that plays games sold in cartridge-based collections. Mm -hmm. Do you have one of these? I do not. No, I actually would like to get one, though, but I've never... never I'm kind of thinking about it now that I'm reading, you know, I was reading this article and I was just browsing their website. I'm like, shit, man, this actually looks pretty neat. So uh, that's been out for a couple of years, maybe? Um, I think so. and, And correct me if I'm wrong, like, it comes with cartridges that kind of have collections of games on them right, yep. and they're not necessarily games made specifically for the evercade but it might be like this i don't know that this is one of them but it might be like the gradius collection right on a cartridge for this console yep. which is neat i like that idea and there
1: and it's the thing is, is it's a very it's the value is like really really high like i don't know what the console or the handheld console itself costs i can't recall i think it's around a hundred dollars ish yep um, but the collections, the cartridges are about nineteen ninety nine to twenty nine ninety nine, and there's things like the Data East collection. It's just mm-hmm. a collection of the arcade games, or like the Interplay collection, which has got like Out of This World and like yeah. you know, school like Interplay type games and stuff. It's it's cool, unique, and obscure uh, retro games that are in those collections. I think there's an American Technos one too. So you got Kunio mm-hmm. games and Double Dragons and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, man. So announced this mm-hmm. week is the Evercade versus. A new $100 retro console from the makers of the original Evercade with dual cartridge ports, so you can put two cartridges in at once so you don't have to swap them out as much, I guess, Um, and support for four-player local multiplayer. The Versus loses the screen, obviously, Mm. but gains a second cartridge slot and room for four USB controllers. No way. The system will support a wide array of USB and wireless controllers, including the one being packed in with the console, which is basically the handheld's controls in gamepad form. The Evercade Versus controller will also be sold separately for those looking to assemble a full set of four. Wow. The portable Retrocade can also be used as a controller. No That's way. fucking neat, right? It is super cool. Yeah, kind of like this, like uh, I don't know, the Nomad. No, I guess I couldn't. You could pop a controller into it, but yeah, yeah. Um, gamers can pre-order the Evercade Versus at its official website starting in late May, with an expected ship date of November 2021. I think I might get it, like hundred bucks. Yeah.
1: 100 bucks, why not? Yeah. No, that sounds super cool. I have two cartridge slots. And it almost it almost feel like an MVS, like the Neo Geo with mm-hmm. the two cartridge slots.
0: Yeah. That is super cool. It is cool, man, and I'm. Like, I might just, on a whim, just buy the damn uh, portable one, too, just for shits and gigs. So,
1: I assume that it has an HDMI out, so it's made for newer TVs. that still look really cool, and I'd
0: I'd be really stoked to see, like, the Data East collections and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Um, That's super cool. Yeah, it would be neat if, like, I've always kind of dreamed about having, like, a retro-style console like this. Yep. And if they, like, put out, like... You know, Turbo Play, Nintendo Power, like Evercade magazine. Oh, I'd be all over it. I'd be like, Yeah, I'm just a nerd. Yeah, from a like, I'm 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 a kid again
1: watching this shit. Evercade's Uh, uh, Twitter is interesting to watch too. I think I was a part of their Discord for a little while too, but they
0: don't really. I don't know. It wasn't enough community or conversation for me to keep following. But unlike the Mojo Menace Discord, which is just popping and popping constantly. Yeah, you gotta check out the dump. The dump. (laughs) <laughs> all right that's... i think i think the retrocade
1: not to de- yeah. derail too much but no. i think what what about yeah oh god honestly about 15 16 years ago um someone introduced me it was actually at mgc years ago when mgc was a much smaller game convention which of course stands for the midwest gaming convention mm-hmm. uh, or midwest gaming classic um someone showed me the game park 32 at one of those yeah yeah so the gp32 or the those GPX. are those are
0: that's a korean thing right yep
1: and they looked so slick. And the mm-hmm. the way that they could play those um, arcade games, like the, I think the, yep. the D&D, yeah, that looks so nice. Um, the Oh, my God, yeah. The, That's the, the arcade, arcade versus. versus. I'm looking yeah. at a picture of it right now. That looks slick. Yeah, I love does. the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I just got so hooked on the idea of having, like, a ton of retro games on a handheld like that. So I, I was mm-hmm. always looking for, like, a replacement or a solution like that. That um, and, and, honestly, the PSP which a hacked PSP or PSP Go, is great for that. It really does work really nice for that. Yeah. However, I've always looked for one that, I've always wanted to find one that was dedicated to just like that, like have a Mamie in the hands or something like that. So maybe this Retrocade is what I'm looking for.
0: You can get the uh, Evercade Portable uh, on Amazon with three cartridge collections. It's the Atari Volume 1, the Interplay Volume 1, and the Data East Volume 1. All that for 100 bucks, Dude, it's pretty sick, man. I need to get on that. Yeah, so there you go. All right, that's our news after our commercial for the Evercade. (laughs) Right. Uh, Time for the new releases.
1: Hello. New release time.
0: All right, Josh. Here we go. Genshin Impact, the PS5 version, is coming out this week.
1: Snap. My daughter's been playing the PS4 version. She loved it.
0: Nice. Uh, My son played, uh, played it on PC for a while. But I think he got bored with it after a while. He was he was like, "Yeah, this isn't when or Breath of the Wild, <laughs> you know." Sure. Um, Total War Rome remastered for the PC. Wow. Here's one. And there's some good stuff coming out this week. New Pokemon Snap for the Switch. Oh shit, that's uh, that's that, I'm getting that. Comes out on the 30th, man. Hell yeah. Um, R-Type Final Two. Which is like Final Fantasy 15, right? Makes no pretty sense. Pretty much. Our yeah. uh, Type Final 2, uh, the demo of which you can download right now, and yeah, it's our Type. Have you downloaded the demo? Have you played it? I haven't. It's it's our Type, and I played Our Type Final. Just balls hard. And, yeah. You know, and it's slow as hell, and you're like just <laughs> lumbering around the screen. Um, I'll get it. I'll get it eventually. Not right away. I'll get it. Uh, it comes out for pretty much everything, so nice. get it everywhere. Uh, Returnal, which is uh, a big PS5 exclusive, comes out the 30th. 30th. I've, uh, I've read some, uh, really good previews of it and it sounds pretty decent. Nice. sounds like a good action game with, uh, you know, it's a, it's a scary, spooky kind of thing, Ooh, but. Returnal. Yeah. Looks oh. like, it looks like it's got some good action in it. Um, and then Terminator Resistance Enhanced for the God. PS5. Oh my God. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. those are. Your new release is Josh. Well, hold on. Oh, what? You're forgetting something.
1: You forgot Jesse Yeager and Cleopatra's curse.
0: Uh, So (laughs) here's the deal about that. We will be talking about that in a future episode, but I have been told specifically by the game's creator, (laughs) not to mention that it is for sale yet because he needs to get his website in order sure because i was like mm-hmm. oh josh and i'll talk about it on the on the podcast this weekend he's like ah pump the brakes whoa i don't want to lead people to my website quite yet well we'll just edit uh, this
1: out then i'm sorry
0: no no we're gonna leave all this <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, but we'll talk about that uh hopefully i don't know maybe next week or the week after a new uh turbo duo game yeah that actually looks really great it's it's good so and we're gonna play it as soon as we're done talking here oh yeah i just decreed nice i like it all right, time for the game spotlight. All right.
1: So, I was I I was, I was thinking about this. I thought of, I you asked me to pick out a game spotlight, and I thought for for days. Not gonna lie, <laughs> for days about what would be the best game to talk about. Yeah, for our fiftieth episode. 50th episode. 50th episode. And I thought mm. about a game that is near and dear to my heart and is personally, I think, my very favorite beat em up ever made.
0: Yeah. Okay. Depending
1: on the version, because there are right. some versions out there that are pretty poorly made, but a classic Double Dragon 2. Double Dragon 2. Double Dragon 2. The and I, Revenge. The Revenge. Yes. Yeah, I um, love this game. I, I have uh, two versions of it that I love. And I, I, I honestly sit through it annually. Um, I'll just pick it up and play through it when I'm feeling down. I'm feeling blue. Mm-hmm. Um, the the PC Engine version of it is awesome. It is hilarious with the soundtrack. Man, um, I don't know that I've ever played the PC Engine version. It's it's great
0: because is it a, is it a CD or it is it's a super yeah. CD. Okay.
1: Yep. Um, it was actually made by um, so American Technos obviously, and then Nagzat recorded uh, yes. it. Yeah, because Nagzat did a lot of the Kunio games and did a lot of stuff. But they took some liberties with this one because they changed a lot of the art. They changed a lot of the looks of the levels and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But they basically put together a CD 16-bit version of the NES game. And that's why I love it. Because my absolute favorite Double Dragon game is the NES version of Double Dragon. Yeah, it's great. It's just perfect. It's Uh got enough secrets and interesting gameplay and precise. That that pixel-perfect gameplay um, that a beat-em-up has to have. And the idea that they, and it's two player and it is two player yes it is two player <laughs> yeah it's two player and uh man i just can't say enough about this game because i thought double dragon 2 did everything double dragon 1 was supposed to do or advertised to do but it yeah. did it better yeah totally. it had a better storyline it has better music it has better graphics um the game it has plays, a helicopter it has the helicopter stage <laughs> um man it's awesome um, in the PC Engine version, actually, you fight through the helicopter. It's a big, long oh, like, helicopter. Wow. You go through a level, and then you fight the guys with the elevator door.
0: I'm going to have to acquire that
1: version. It's great. Maybe it's great. tonight. Maybe tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Um, I love it. I've had a lot of fun with the PC Engine version. I, I, I think it's not as good, though, um, only because it's not very challenging. Because they dumbed down a lot of the stuff to make it playable for, for people mm-hmm. that just play through. And the literal first time I ever played it, I played through the whole game. And I was you like, mentioned oh, you
0: mentioned the audio. Is it like red book audio? So it's like it is. corny kind of synth <laughs> music instead of is. chip tunes. Right. Yeah. It is right.
1: They they didn't take any of the music from the NES version and mm-hmm. like update it or anything. They they did their own music
0: and uh, bow, 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 bow. pretty
1: much. There's <laughs> uh, there's even some lyrics in some of the songs. Oh, nice.
0: So there's uh, the um, and and then are there moments of silence where you have to wait for the song to reload? Yes. Yeah, awesome. that's awesome. That's my favorite. That's that's, that's exactly that's my favorite what I love. part of playing Super um, CDs. Yeah, uh,
1: but they uh, like the ghost level where that's like gone, the haunted area with the scariest stuff. And they have that really classic NES style music to it. Yeah. In the PC Engine version, they have real scary like drums and stuff. Yeah. And then they have lyrics that say, and I, I shit you not, they say hot,
0: wild, hot, 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 wild. <laughs> All right. Hot, wild. I'm, uh, I'm going to go home and acquire this uh, as soon as we're done.
1: Esteban actually did a turbo doodle, a late turbo
0: doodle uh. based on Double Dragon 2. Uh, what is those. his uh, YouTube channel name? Do you know? I... So we should direct people to. We it. We should because yeah. nobody but you and me know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and and your I think buddy, it's Esteban Majors. Esteban Le Graphics. Esteban Le Graphics, I think, uh, on YouTube made made wonderfully whimsical, uh, Turbo Graphics related um, videos called yeah. Le Turbo Doodle. Yeah. Uh, and drawings and and they what I loved about them is they were so nonsensical. Um, and whimsical, and uh, they just made me laugh. They were you know. so good. Yeah, I miss them. Anyway. I miss them. I miss them dearly. Yeah. So T- Tony will know what we're talking about. Like, yeah, but the
1: rest of you may not. But yeah. you check them out. Um. Well, you know what though? That think we could direct people to our Discord because when this drops and people are like, "What the hell is it? let Turbo Doodle?" We there can we go. Link it right
0: in Discord. Uh, go to slash forums Click on the link on the top right hand of the page for the Discord chat. Anyway, we're talking about Double Dragon to The Revenge. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, I I I loved it so much because I think it brought everything together for Technos. um, Because, and and I hate to say like it is all downhill from here. Yeah. But Double Dragon Three had its had its moments and it has a great soundtrack on the NES and and that's probably it because the arcade Mm -hmm. version was pretty poorly done. The Genesis game was awful. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Double Dragon Super Double Dragon on the uh, Super Nintendo was Mm -hmm. considered for a long time to be Double Dragon Four. Right. Um, until the Steam re-release of Double Dragon Four, which wow. I think came on just about everything. I did not like that game at all. I thought it was shit. I don't even remember it. I was really excited for it because it looks like it uses the sprites from Double Dragon Two. Yeah. Um, but it nothing else worked. Like it didn't have any uh, cool callbacks to old music. It didn't have anything as far as Twitch gameplay where it felt like precise precision and stuff. It was and it, it sadly too it was put together by a lot of the same. Uh, I, I can't think of the the guys who made it made it, but. Um, a lot of really highly reputable people, but there was such an obvious slap together job that they're yeah. like, let's quick make some cash on this. Right. Um, what was that? What, their Double Dragon Neon. Neon, yeah. That was an awesome game. Was it? I liked Neon a lot. Huh. Yep. It's hard and it's so 80s and it's so crazy. That was one of my favorite things about the Xbox Marketplace. On the 360, you could get Double Dragon Neon.
0: That's right. It was good stuff. Uh, but- Double Dragon 2 The Revenge. It's called The Revenge because right at the beginning of the game, uh, the girlfriend, uh, uh, Marion, that you saved in the first game? Yeah, they just shoot the shit out of her. Yep, Like, they just kill her right at, right away. Yep. Yeah. Pretty great, right? Pretty great. <laughs> it's dark. It is. a dark way to start out a game. It really is. So, uh, what, Billy? That's Billy's girlfriend? Billy and Jimmy Lee? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, this was one of my favorite NES games. Whenever, whenever anybody asks me, uh, like, name your top 10 NES games. Double Dragon 2 is always in there. Me too. Always. Me I too. love it. It's uh I remember playing it with my friends um and being like, This is what I loved the first one, but yeah. I was like, This is what the first one should have been. You know, it yeah. had the two player thing, it had all the cool stuff, like the, the helicopter, it had that weird farm uh yeah. where done, and you went underneath the farm and like underground thing. It was it was crazy. Um I really love this game. So yeah. Good call on the game spotlight. Um and a I, bobo and you can get this in all like like you said on all sorts of uh, uh, old school consoles but it's also been released you know uh, in collections right yeah. like uh the yeah, I think Nino a Double Dragon
1: collection too that's that yeah. came out that's the thing too and i like to
0: comment too. Nino Kuni. Like, what am i saying
1: <laughs> i don't know kunio's collection or something yeah
0: <laughs> the kunio like collection kunio kunio nino uh, uh, yeah that's
1: a that's a role playing
0: game yeah
1: um no, but the Double Dragon 2, the arcade game, like the mm-hmm. actual arcade game itself, I found that it was okay. It was pretty cool, but it really was using the exact same engine as the original arcade version did. And I believe there was a Genesis port like in Europe or something like that, and I played that, and it's... Sure. It's, it's all right, but man, it's the NES one. Dude, the NES one is just... It's perfection. Perfection. As far as beat 'em ups ups on 8-bit systems. I think between that and Mighty Final Fight, those are like your two best.
0: All right, man. So here we go. Time for the last question. I'm making this up right now as I speak. Doing it live. Let's, let's talk about the Evercade. Oh, my God. You're really onto this. Yeah. This I, is your thing now. I just realized I can get a probably a pretty sick discount on this thing. Oh. So I might buy it sooner than later. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you mention it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, not an ad. Uh, hashtag not an ad. Um, what collection do you want to see on the Evercade? So it, they, they've got oh, all stamp. sorts of collections, man. Um, let, let's go through... <laughs> Let's go through some of the collections. I'll try to find them. They've got the Xeno Crisis and Tanglewood Collections. They've got Worms Collection, the Technos Collection, yeah. Pico Collection. That is a strange one, right? Yeah, right? Uh, boy, they got a bunch, dude.
1: Isn't like, that cool? And
0: uh, what, Nineteen
1: ninety nine each? About?
0: Like uh, Namco Museum Collection. Yeah. Uh, Mega Cat Studios Collection? Sure, whatever. Indie Heroes Collection, so more recent like indie games. Interplay, Jalico, Data East, Codemasters, Atari Lynx, which... Yeah, I, I would want that right, because man. I
1: love uh, California Games, and I All love right. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and I love Dracula. All
0: right, let's... let's let's The gonna, undead Dracula. The I'm going to try to look at the Atari Lynx collection here. If California Games is on it, it's worth it right away. Uh, awesome Golf's on there. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Their website's a little janky here, um, which is making me a little nervous. <laughs> uh, Basket Brawl is on it there's a game sack episode of the Evercade if you want to like sit for half an hour and listen to Joe talk about it. <laughs> awesome Golf is on it. Uh anyway, yeah. what uh Blue Lightning woohoo yeah. is on it? That's a good game. Um what collection would you uh, California Games is on it? Yeah. The, the Atari be, Lynx collection I too.
1: I mean I'm not shitting you. Like it really is a great game for what? the Lynx. It's like one of those I think it was the pack-in for the Lynx when I got it back in the day and um dude, it's just perfect. The surfing level and the bite BMX yeah. Those two alone are, are worth the price of admission right there. I love those kind of games. We already talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a California game can you have a California games kind of guy or Skater or Die? Skater Die,
0: 100 percent Well, that's true, but that's the best version of California Games. It came on the Atari fucking links, and I'm not kidding you. It's <laughs> All fantastic. right. So, what collection do you want to see on your Evercade uh, when you purchase it?
1: <laughs> okay, so when I purchase an Evercade, I would love for them to get in contact with Falcom and put together oh. a classic Falcom's collection because i think falcom has come on lately and become more popular in the u.s but in the 80s and 90s us turbo nerds knew mm-hmm. them well because of what they brought to the turbo graphics cd yeah the pc engine cd but there was actually an entire generation of games that came up prior to that because there's an east you know east the book one is out on the master system of all systems like yeah there's a famicom version too that's got fan translation so i want to see like those kind of games the pc 88 games i'd like to see the original dragon slayer i would like to see legacy uh what is that Legacy like see the Wizard, yeah, uh, you know, and those kind of Faxanadu. and I do. Give me some East games. Give me the original East games. That's what I want to see. I want to see a Falcom collections from the games that All came right. prior to the Turbo
0: All Right, you era. don't
1: have to get angry. I'm not angry. I'm excited about it. That actually sounds
0: awesome to me. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, but just kind of easy for me, a Hudson collection. I want a Hudson collection. Just give me a Hudson collection. That's all I want.
1: Yeah, you gotta ask Konami to do something other than pachinko games. Right, right.
0: All right. so that's it for this week. Uh, You can find more of our nonsense at mojomenace.com, where we have forums. mojomenace.com slash forums. Where I mentioned previously, uh, if you go to that page and click on the link in the top right of that page, you will find our Discord chat. Uh, YouTube.com slash Mojo Menace. Lots of videos and stuff on there. Bait is coming soon. I just saw our first cut of it. Wow. It's weird. It's super weird. Well, exciting. I hope you're patient. I've I've been patient. No, no. I mean while you're watching it. Oh, really? It it requires patience. Oh, well, good. (laughs) Good. Uh, It's not immediately gratifying. Anyway, uh, and then uh, (laughs) on all the social medias, you can find us at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? Well, if you'd like to continue the conversation
1: with me about the Atari Lynx and how the best game for the system ever made was California Games, and it's a fantastic port, the best port, you can always reach me at on the Twitterverse at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the Internet.
0: And that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye.